Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Sherlock's Weekly Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Tor Cardona, Carla Gristie and Charlotte Collins. So first of all, we're going to talk about New York because quite a few of us have been and where better for a weekend away <laughs> than New York. I mean, of all the places to go, in my book, there is just nowhere better. Me too, I agree. I know you've both just been to Charlotte mm-hmm. and Carla. Charlotte, yeah. where did you stay? I stayed at 60 Soho, which was the first time I'd left midtown to go to Soho and I, I will never go back yeah, you it's see, all about the Soho usually. yeah and I stayed in well I stayed at the addition just is that just below it's like flat iron. yeah, yeah it's, flat it's, iron. it's like 23rd right like just between the two yes exactly it's yeah. 23rd and it was the furthest south I've ever stayed yet we still spent the entire time yeah. in a taxi going south or yeah. walking the weather wasn't great but I thought it was quite a big thing that I wasn't staying further north last time I stayed at the peninsula which was amazing yeah. but that's a long way north yeah, compared yeah, yeah. to that. There's just nothing in Midtown, if we're looking for like cool restaurants, cool shops, everything is in Soho. That's everything yeah. is in Soho. And actually, we very much focus this piece on what to do. So if you've only got 48 hours, just hang out in Soho, basically. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's in, if you stay in one kind of area, then you get way more done. Yeah. If mm. you're kind of like, try. I mean, I know New York is really cool and you want to get everywhere. So I think it's quite nice to just keep it. But you were further south even yeah. than Soho, weren't you? In yeah, financial so district. we were in the financial district um, downtown, which I've never stayed in before. And where, where you stayed in, in the new Four, Four Seasons. Seasons. Yeah. So and it's called Four Seasons Downtown. downtown. Yeah. Um, and it's really, you know, it's like really close to Tribeca. You can walk down to Soho as well. So like 20 minutes walk loads of really cool restaurants nearby um, meatpacking district as well is not too far away so all the kind of cool areas that I would want to go to is quite accessible so the Four Seasons is expensive New York is the most expensive place ever but yeah. I did like the look of the Jane Hotel which you put in this piece Carla yeah have you been there um, I did this time I've never been before it was just it's such a cool boutique hotel it's really quirky you kind of walk in and it looks like you're in the Grand Budapest Hotel a Wes Anderson film so it's really quirky and it's all kind of themed um, it's nautical themed okay. because it was um, it housed all of the Titanic um, survivors back in 1912 I think that's so cool yeah. yeah how cool yeah. is that's that amazing. that's what I woke up my boyfriend to tell him last night <laughs> I was like listen to this but so we, interesting we also met this lovely woman who was like a film producer and she was staying there so she like walked us into her room to show us one of the cabins so we're all kind of it's like a cabin style kind of decor so you can either have um, bunks or you can have private rooms some of them are shared bathrooms which is why they are quite cheap it's like a hundred how much is it so it's 105 dollars a night for a standard cabin with a shared bathroom but I mean that's so refreshing because yeah I mean our hotel was amazing but astronomical yeah um, so how brilliant that there's somewhere yeah it's amazing that's funky and really cool and they have um, events going on there lots of musical kind of things theatre shows so in the ballroom it's like really kind of grandiose with like big 
velvet drapes and loads of potted plants and it just looks really it's really beautiful well that's Ooh, definitely yeah. one to check and out definitely really cool place to go for cocktails so. and talking of cool places to go for cocktails mm. anywhere I've got a few anywhere that you would pull out that you went to that was like a real must do if you were going to New York um, I've, I love the standard anywhere I've been there before so that's kind of a must with the rooftop terrace really still cool. I mean is yeah, that still just, as cool as it was I mean everyone used to talk about the standard didn't they I, just, I just really love it but okay, so standard Charlotte for you? Catch or Vandal, which I know you went to as well. Yes, which, we went to yeah. both of those. So both so far. I think there's such a gap in London for clubs for restaurants like that that are like clubby restaurants that are really fun. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, like, well, I think there's atmosphere. more of a movement now. Definitely, places, but like... New York's so good at it. Yeah. Well, we went to Catch for lunch, and yeah. was it still buzzy? It was great. We'd actually been to the 911 Museum, which I'll talk about in a minute. <laughs> So we were in a slightly different mood um, sure. than you probably were. I mean, the, the service was horrendous, mm. I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Given that you have to tip everyone like mad in New York. Yeah. I mean, can I order? No, I'm not a server or I'm, a, you know, every person we asked, <laughs> so it was true. not within their jurisdiction to mm-hmm. take our order, which was quite frustrating. But it was really cool. We had such yeah. fun lunch there. And then we went to Vandal dinner we also went to the butcher's daughter mm-hmm. which if you read a guide and that place is all over instagram yeah, yeah. quite like ridiculous yeah. like, i had seen this place all over instagram so the first day that we got there and um, we dropped we went to the hotel and i was having a meeting in the afternoon and um i said to my husband i really want to go to this place for lunch so off we went we walked in we sat down and he picks up the menu and he's like do you know this is vegan yeah and i was like <laughs> yeah and he was like really He's like, just admit you fucked up. And I was like, no, no, I haven't. And he was like, honey, seriously. And I was like, look, look, they serve wine. It's okay. Anyway, so he ordered some like Buddha bowl or something. I ordered a kale salad. Anyway, as the guy was coming out of the kitchen, holding our plates of food, I could see one bowl that looked pretty shit. And I was thinking, please let that that be my food, not Jay-Z's food. Anyway, they came over and it was his food. And we just... Actually, we just laughed and laughed oh, and laughed, wow. and his food did look like prison food. Oh, and so actually, yeah. my kale salad was really good, and I had a glass of rosé. Anyway, we <laughs> laughed afterwards. So it's not for everyone. Yeah. And when I told him we were going to the butcher's daughter, he obviously thought it was going to be a meat joint. Yeah, oh, the irony. Anyway, um, the other place that I went was really good was the Dead Rabbit, which is. It's kind of like a speakeasy. It's been voted the best cocktail bar in the world for the last four mm-hmm. years. And you get like an amuse-bouche that's a cocktail before your cocktail arrives. That's cool. um, anyway, that's also in the financial district, mm-hmm. um, so I'd really recommend that. But we went to the 9-11 Museum, which is just... Did you go, either of you? So I did. Yeah. I, I, I went to look at the memorial, so I've seen, like, wet, you know, ground zero, but no, I didn't go into the museum. We need to go back it. and go to the museum. It's and not just incredibly depressing. It is. It's in the One World Observatory, do you mean? Or? But there's no, a museum, there's like, actually in museum it. Yeah. Underneath. No, yeah, we didn't. I mean, it was just... It's phenomenal. They have done it so well. And it was the event that shook the world and is such a part of history and is at the heart of so much that's happened in the world since. But I think just being in that museum, you realise a bit more what it was like for the people of New York. Mm. Yeah. You go into a room, there's a picture on the wall of every single person that was killed. And there are 3,000 people that were killed God. in the series of events that happened. And it's just, I mean, it's horrendous. Mm. But the most amazing museum. So I think if anyone goes to New York, you kind of have to go. Mm. Any other gems before we move on? Oh, I love the blog. 
filmed at 11 Howard. Did you go there in the end? No. Fun. Really I, fun. I regret not going. But yeah, really cool bar. It's supposed to be a really cool hotel as well to stay there. So if you also want to be... I think it's a little bit more east. But like, really cool. Really good night out. I'd recommend it a lot. And it's right next door to Reformation. It is. <laughs> so getting over a breakup, anyone who's been through a horrible breakup will know how hard it can be. And for some people it takes weeks others it takes a lot longer you interviewed relationship guru tracy cox Mm -hmm. and what did you take away from this piece i think like you say it's just dependent on the individual and i think a lot of the time people um perhaps get bogged down with the fact that it's taking them quite a long time to get over somebody Mm. but i think you just have to just give it time and see do as much as you can to kind of make you feel better um stay with your friends kind of do really positive things in your life i think that's kind of generally the piece what it's saying what about you two god I don't really have anything to comment to be honest I'm that loser who's been in like <laughs> forever relationship I've had many a nasty breakup but how long, yeah how long have you been in your seven years mm. how long have you been in your six years so I so Jonesy and I I met my husband when I was 19 <laughs> and we split up he broke my heart when I was at university he was living in London I was at Edinburgh and it was the summer of my first year and I mean I was completely heartbroken cried and cried and cried went with a friend on holiday thought the world was going to end and <laughs> I was never going to see again and, <laughs> and then I went back to university had loads of big nights and basically did all the things that it says not to do on this list <laughs> like go on social media <laughs> call them drink too much um, don't drink maybe I, I think you have to have a little bit to drink. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think it's part of the early, yeah. getting through the early stage. Early stages, definitely. And anyway, so this went on and I'd get to kind of Sunday night and I'd be feeling really hungover and sorry for myself <laughs> and I'd ring him and anyway, this went on for a few months and then I got to a point, I don't know, something just split in me and I was like, no more, no more, I'm not calling him. And then and he'd sort of call me and it was just a bit like, this has got to change. So anyway, I had this sort of moment where I decided enough was enough mm. and I was like, that's it. It and I didn't speak to him. He tried to call me. I wouldn't speak to him. I wouldn't email him. Wouldn't, nothing, nothing. He texted me. I wouldn't text back. Anyway, three months later, he came running back. <laughs> and what so, hard work. You know, <laughs> but actually, not that that's the end goal to get back together sure. with them. Yeah. But and I think it's as just well, so difficult to be strong, isn't it? But, but it shows you it's not worth beating yourself up about yeah. it because kind of what will be will be. Exactly. Anyway, and know. every couple and every you know we're all so different. I yeah. think that some you know for some person some people that might have worked for you guys. For some people, a breakup can be a really good time to spend more time on their own to kind of get more confident in themselves and not rely on a relationship you know to be happy and I think I've had two breakups that were kind of they were quite bad and I I kind of reacted to them in very different ways first one we remained friends and we're still friends now it did take a long long time to get over him whereas my previous boyfriend we just didn't speak so I kind of had I was forced to get what, over from the thinker. day dot yeah. how, I can't imagine that I can't well, imagine just cutting something like well no I didn't really want to <laughs> yeah you know but, but do you think that's better do you think it's easier to go for somebody um, if you're just not speaking I don't, I don't know whether you do quicker definitely. Yeah. I definitely. think that you you're forced into not being in that situation mm-hmm. I think so I don't know I mean of course you still think about them because if you've been with someone for a long time mm. but I think if you don't have that contact I don't know maybe like weeks will go past months and then suddenly you'll think oh I didn't actually think about them that day mm. so it's some I don't know I, for me it just it did take a while but it just I think it just clicked one day and I thought no yeah. that's it done definitely yeah. makes it a bit easier absolutely yeah. I think so I think what I thought was good about this piece is just to remember that it will get easier yeah. you said okay you completely shut down the communication or he shut down the communication but I thought quite a sensible thing was to kind 
kind of in the early days was to make time to speak so almost plan it and say mm. that once a week you're going to speak so you maybe you get yeah. that contact yeah. that you need yeah. and, you get your and you can, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can sort of wean yourself off as mm. the time goes yeah. but then do you not think that that would kind of keep the bond together I think maybe yeah, yeah I'm not so sure about yeah. that I'm not so sure but I think the reality is if you're the one who's been hurt you do want yeah. a bit of contact so maybe it's a bit more gentle but then you don't want to feel like the idiot who's kind of just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 12 o'clock on Tuesday I'll be there maybe not but I think it's, you know I think what we're all saying is that it does depend on the relationship how long you've been yeah. together yeah. what happened you know in some contexts I think it's good just to yeah. draw a line just yeah. stay away from social media Social media is the worst. Delete the number from your phone. Do not go on social media when you've broken up with someone. It's horrendous. I still stalk all my exes. All of them. Love it. That's now the point. Yeah. Let's talk about lavish Alice because I don't really know how we came across this fashion brand, but I think it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. It's quite. It's. I think it's the perfect mix of like sexy and feminine because it's got you know it's all about the cutout, isn't it? It's got loads of cold shoulders and kind of sharp angles and edges and cool kind of structure additions but at the same time and the colour palette is so nice they do oh, lots I of love like, the gorgeous colour palette they, you know real pastel feminine girly lots of shades. blush white yeah. but black as and well. that lovely nice... lilac this season as well that they've done and a nice sort of powdery grey powdery yes. blue as well yeah really really nice um, but then it's also if you're kind of looking for a kind of sexy like I love this jumpsuit that we're looking at here with the cape you know this really I've not different... seen that before a jumpsuit no. combined with a cape it's, it's quite unusual I think that's why it's it's quite sort cool. of Power dressing meets like the trend. Yeah, like for a night it? out. Yeah. But like you wouldn't wear these to work. The kind of the prices are so affordable and the kind of thing if, if it's something quite fashionable you might not want to spend definitely 200 quid on a cape suit a jumpsuit mm-hmm. with a cape um, but a caped play suit you know, I mean, yeah. how cool is that so that's cool. like 100 quid I mean these are not for the faint hearted they're quite kind of out there but you could just go for, you know like the like I love that this is a body the camisole with I the love that little... yeah I just think it's a really great, great no, brand great. good I'm brand not to know heard where, where is it where can we find online them? online only online. yeah online but your friends won't know it so that's why it's good yeah, yeah it's a good tip mm-hmm. yeah let's talk about French Connection because I feel like they're really having a moment mm-hmm. aren't they yeah definitely they're a bit of a kind of boho hero I think at the moment they've got that gorgeous kind of smock long dress and there's some kind of nice caftani bits and yes yeah, and paisley prints yeah. and uh, I think you called it prairie style. I did always looking for a nice synonym for boho so uh. there you go <laughs> <laughs> they've been working with lots of influencers bloggers street sellers whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. and I think they've been showing how great this collection is definitely. so if you're interested in French Connection I'd get onto Instagram and um, hashtag French Connection mm-hmm. and you'll count, you, you might be really surprised yeah. it's kind of not been on lots of people's radars yeah. for quite a long time but I think there's something for everybody like Tori you were talking about that shirt dress before. love that shirt dress mm-hmm. I think it's such a good radio and also all the bags and accessories I think it's so nice as well yeah. it's just that bit smarter than some of the other high street brands that we used to if you haven't been into French Connection for a while then it's definitely one to look at at the moment Let's talk about TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's everyone been watching? So I watched The Handmaid's Tale yesterday. I know you did so as well. well. Go yeah. on, what did you think? I fell asleep. Did you? <laughs> oh, no. I, um, when? The, when? At I what just, point? Several. Really? I made my husband watch it and fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, what's this? I was like, how do you not know what The Handmaid's Tale is? And we had this exact conversation. What was wrong with it? did not study it at school? So I didn't even I didn't study it at school either, but I did not enjoy the book. Did you? I mean, I read it when I was 15. Five. I GCSE so I thought it was like poor man's 1984 but 
I actually, and I agree with you, I was so bored for the first half an hour. I thought, oh God, what a load of hype for no reason. But it actually got way better. It got really, like, quite intense, actually. Quite, so there was some quite gory stuff that I don't remember happening in the book at all. And yeah, I thought it was a bit more gripping than it I mean, started the eye, the eye came out. Yes. I mm. saw her having sex with him. Did, did, yeah, which I thought was quite depressing and then did you see when they ripped apart the guy as well mm-hmm. yeah it's a US production an amazing cast as well like yeah. Elizabeth Moss is the lead and she's from Mad Men um, and Joseph Fine, who I don't think I've seen anything since Shakespeare in Love <laughs> but he popped up again um, yeah so I think it's set to be pretty good so I suggest giving it another go I think yeah I, I need to <laughs> I might try and rewatch it this evening um, has anyone watched Three Girls I've downloaded this onto my iPad but I haven't watched it yet I watched the first five minutes and I just found it it was quite a depressing watch so it's the story of children who are victims of the 2000 2012 Rochdale um, sex trafficking mm. case. Yeah, just three of them. Obviously, there were lots. Um, I think by focusing on those, just those three people, it's quite a kind of intense insight into it. Um, fascinating, probably well worth a watch. I, I can't say I watched it anymore, but so you turned it off because you found it too harrowing. Yeah, I think I probably wasn't in the mood for it as well. But okay. I mean, it's a, quite a horrible. Well, it's think... the fact that you know it's true as well. Yeah. That's what makes it yeah. more harrowing. Yes. I think it's yeah. just, you know. Yeah, the thing I watched probably wasn't the best one. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I watched the debate last night as well. Did you? No, I need to watch that mm-hmm. today too. What time is that on? Eight thirty. Yeah, I didn't know I could take that last night. Mm. Not that. Well, I mean, they both came out quite well. Yeah, I was saying to Tor that he came across worryingly well, really? worryingly to me. Anyway, yeah, he was not the kind of dictatorial. Yeah psycho weirdo that he's portrayed at all he was quite composed he obviously had you know proper kind of elocution yes serious media training he was really quite calm and composed which yeah has really quite narrowed the polls actually as well I was saying to Tor that odds this morning although Theresa May is still ahead exactly mirror where Clinton and Trump were at this point in the in the American election campaign yeah which is really scary yeah. I think next week's going to be really interesting. Yeah. I don't think it's going to... I think it's... Oh, I said this from the beginning. It was so arrogant to call an election because I think yeah. she's going to get stung. She's going to lose... Well, I, I don't I don't think she is. She's gonna, I think she's going to lose a lot. I really hope you're right. I really hope you're right. I, I'm, yeah. yeah. Dragon's Den. Love that Dragon's Den's Love back. Dragon's Den. Love that Nick Jenkins, who was Sherlock's first investor, is now a dragon. I'm still yeah. waiting for that moment where he just drops it in on TV. And we, get <laughs> we get another 100,000 subscribers overnight. <laughs> but, you know, maybe it'll come. Let's talk about this hair care product that you wrote about. Hair story. Hair, story, hair brand, yes. isn't hair it? Because story. everybody is talking about it. We went to some filming the other day at Hair and Bone, and there were a few PR girls there, and they were all mm. raving about Hair Story. Yeah. So there's been a whole kind of a whole surge of these kind of co-washing products. It's okay. like a two-in-one. Yeah, it's kind of a glorified conditioner that you use instead of a shampoo. So you just get in the shower, wet your hair, and then you put this product through the ends of your hair and then wash it out. So it doesn't like lather like a shampoo. But over time, it doesn't strip your hair and it nourishes where it needs nourishing. And apparently, it's amazing. How does it get clean? Yeah. yeah. Well, your hair also does clean itself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, do you not actually wash the your top roots? Of no. Oh, that's so weird. <clears throat> My friend's been using it for a month. They must get greasy. Yeah. And okay, for, she did. Yeah. For the thing, for the first ten days, maybe two weeks, your hair is a bit greasy. But then suddenly, it regulates itself, and your hair is thicker. You know, you're not because you're putting way less chemicals on it as well. Right. Apparently, it makes your hair so much. So is it, is it much better for coloured hair then? So much better. Yeah. For Hair, I strip it, your color. Right. I yeah. think it was so interesting when you said that, it, that even good shampoos are still eighty percent water. Mm. That's so crazy. Mm. I just don't. I'm a bit <laughs> I just don't really. It's really interesting. And Get it? But someone here who who writes for Forbes said they come from using shampoo and conditioner plus a styling balm and a mask at least once a week to using only new wash. And this is actually it's from a, the, the founder is a guy who was from Bumble and Bumble, so it's got some yeah. really quite big you know hair names. Yeah, people there. are raving it's about it. Yeah. yeah, and it still has the same volume. 
on on your roots. Yes. Even if yes, just mine yeah. mine goes completely. If I don't wash it, then my hair goes completely flat. Mm. So I need that volume. Go, go online and read the reviews. They are yeah. It says here quite mind There were seven hundred, <laughs> and this was what a week ago. Mm-hmm. And you know the beauty world journalists. It's, People aren't always um, be quite scathing, can't it? Well, yeah. no, I just think this is a ge- this is not this is not rubbish. It's not us saying we well, think this product is amazing. It's yeah, this is not the beauty saying, press yes. saying this is amazing. Exactly, this is customers yes. who are choosing to go onto their site and feel so strongly about it. And mm-hmm. I always think if you're writing a positive review, you got to really like something. Yeah. I, I never bother. It's generally people complaining when you get a review. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And I think what's also interesting is that there's a whole hair. It's like in New York, it's a whole salon, and they. Only wash your hair with this, it's all or in the US, it's already quite a cult thing. And sorry, how often do you have to use it? Just like you would your normal shampoo, so, but okay. over time, you do need to wash your hair less, right. so maybe you twice a week. Two times a week in the end. Sugar cravings. It says here that sugar still accounts for a third of the average Britain's daily calorie intake. I mean, we all know that we've got to cut back on sugar. This piece was really interesting. I hadn't heard of Nikki Clinch before. She's got a very kind of holistic outlook on sugar and sugar intake, and it was fascinating because, yes, we all know we need to cut down, but she links sugar intake to your salt intake, saying if you, you know, if either one is out of one. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The other one would be as well. Yeah, really when I was reading this... I did too, the sort of yin and yang. Yeah, exactly. Which is a bit, you know, a bit hippie, fine. But when I go out for sushi or have sushi, all I want afterwards is like cake and ice cream. Mm. I feel like I need to satisfy that, my palate. And that's exactly what she's saying, which is so interesting. I also thought it was interesting that she said strong sugar cravings are often a sign that someone needs to emotionally Mm. nurture themselves, take more care of themselves. Mm. And that comes back to the whole sleep thing, doesn't Mm. it? I think that's a really important thing to identify in yourself because I absolutely, I'm as like a comfort eater, a hundred percent. I will yeah. go straight for the biscuits if I'm stressed. And but I think as soon as or you're tired. aware of it, or tired, yeah, yeah, anything exactly. So, and I think as soon as you're aware of it, you know, you mm. can get it much more under control. Absolutely. Yeah. She said the fact that you're even having a sweet craving suggests that your body is trying to tell you something. Oh, any kind of craving, I guess. Yeah. Mm. But I think what she suggests is that sugar is, you know, one of those cravings that we should not ignore. She's also saying that you need balance and that if you're someone that does like sweet things, you should have some. You can't Mm -hmm. just cut it out altogether because then that's just going to end in binge eating and a bit of disaster. Um, She said for sugar substitutes, she recommends, and this is something I really feel like I need to get on board with, is some kind of effective substitute. She Mm -hmm. recommends brown rice syrup and rice malt syrup. I have no idea 
how you use those. I tried date syrup. Which yeah, I've had, I've I've used date syrup. Delicious. It's really nice. Yeah. Where yeah. do you put it? Uh, well, like on yogurts or okay. um, yeah, instead of honey. Yeah, like, it's like honey. It's quite yeah. it's quite um, sort of thick and syrupy, but it's really really. Oh, I think stevia, stevia is just. the I best. was about to say Louise Parker it's the best. raves about stevia. All of her recipes. Yeah. Do you? Why do you think it's the best? Because it's so sweet. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's like so, syrup. But what sweet. is it? <laughs> it's a leaf. From a plant, so it's a hundred percent natural. Okay, it's not so. Fun. And there's whereas in all these rice milk yeah. syrup and coconut sugar, that's still sugar. Yes. Whereas stevia has no calories, like you know those fake sweeteners, but not fake. I was going to say because there's a, a sweetener taste. It's just so not yeah. good. Oh, I put sweetener on my. I can't have wheat bits without yeah. sugar. No bits. But I'd put sweetener on it. George, you need to get some stevia. I it's do. Amazing. And is it a powder or yes, a syrup? Yes, powder. Powder. Okay. You can get a liquid version, which is good if you're baking or something. But I think the powder is so versatile. I'm better than porridge, so to put stevia, yeah. I'd put honey in my porridge. Yeah, I do. Well, well, if you like, you know, she's not saying don't eat, not eat sugar. But if you're looking to cut back, then it's a really good. Um, it's, so it's not. Sugar. So it's not yeah. sugar. So it's really good. No, it's, isn't there's nothing like? It's like saying how rosemary is a herb that gives flavour. This is a like a leaf, but it looks like white powder. So, but it still satisfies a sweet tooth. 100%. Okay, so that's really weird. So sweet tea isn't connected to actual sugar intake. It's just about tricking your brain. Yeah, of course. She said the best way to keep blood sugar stable is to eat a diet of predominantly whole grains, vegetarian proteins and fish, plenty of seasonal vegetables and fruit. Sounds a bit boring to me. <laughs> I think Stevie's a better answer. <laughs> we interviewed Bobby Brown. That's yes. cool. So cool. Who launched in 1991 with a 10-piece lipstick collection. Did you know that Bobby Brown started as a lipstick? No, no, no idea. I think I presume that it was the um, bronzing brick. Mm. The shimmer brick, but anyway, yeah, it wasn't. No, it was lipsticks. Um, I thought she had so many great tips in here. Yeah, so great. And I think you know she's never one who's going to go for a contoured look or kind of a you know a massive full face. But that's makeup. why we love Bobby mm-hmm. Brown. Exactly. That's why everyone wants to get their makeup done. Yeah, everyone goes for their trial at the Bobby Brown counter, <laughs> don't they? Exactly. And she said that she recommended uh, mascara to open up the eyes. A pretty pink blush and lip gloss so kind of quite old school definitely I mean I'm not a great blush person and lip gloss I always mm-hmm. think has had its day but clearly she believes it's yeah. still important you know her whole idea of her ethos is to get you looking at your best and she even says you shouldn't wear foundation she said most people better, better off with a tinted moisturiser which is interesting there are a few other things I thought were worth pulling out she said that the best thing to buy cheap in terms of cosmetics or colour things like eyeshadow and lip glosses um, and she said you don't want to skimp on things like concealer and foundation because the texture of them will help you mm. get a great base for the rest of your makeup. If you think of it as anything that sits on your skin, so mm-hmm. you know, like your concealer, your foundation, that should all be good stuff. Mm-hmm. But everything else you can get away with, you know. Yeah, that's refreshing to hear. Yeah. She also said, <laughs> um, "What eye makeup should you wear if you're over 50 And she said, "Wear eyeliner." Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Which I thought was well. really yeah. interesting because I always feel like as you get older, people probably shy mm-hmm. away from eyeliner because they might think it's too heavy. But she said it's the easiest way to define your eyes and make them stand out. And as we get older, we need this more. But she's also not saying you know have to has to be black. I think it, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I guess depending on your color. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. brown is so nice. I, I think you love brown. Yeah, don't you? I don't really wear black. And she said, "Never just." line half of your eye because it will only make them smaller mm. I don't yeah. I, didn't, I didn't I don't know what that means who likes like, eyeliner underneath, underneath. underneath. Yeah. so many people stop halfway because they think it's going to close their eyes up. I thought she meant halfway <laughs> across yeah, she, the top she, she did but like underneath I think. no I think what she's no, right that she, she means like just the, just the bottom or yeah. just the top uh, not both yeah, which I makes would, a little sense the other thing she said which I always bang on about is that a beautifully defined brow has the power to transform your look I just believe that so much and she said eat the healthiest foods possible and drink lots of water good fats like omega-3s which we keep going on about um, are so important for your mm. skin 
Yeah, no, great piece. Lots of tips that I recommend everyone should read that one. So yeah. many tips. I wanted to talk about, I don't know how we say the sneakers <laughs> brand, Veja, 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 if it was Spanish, um, but it's French. It is. Anyway, the point of it is, this is a sneakers brand that I think is really one to look at if yeah. you're as obsessed with white trainers mm-hmm. as we all are, uh, because I was interested to read that it's going on to matches for autumn winter. Yes. And we then did an interview with the buying director at Harvey Nichols. Yes. And she said this is one of her favourite mm-hmm. brands. She did. So I think, look, so many designer trainers are so expensive. You know, you're looking at like £200 upwards for so many of the brands on you know, matches and those kind of sites. So to find something that's more around the £150 mark is actually quite refreshing. I and know some it, less. Some are less. Yeah, and some are less. And I know that can seem like quite a lot for trainers. But again, I think, you know, so many of us are wearing them every single day. It's actually something probably quite worth investing in. And they're nice, aren't they? They're really smart. There's so many different they're kind really of nice. combinations. And they're all kind of neutrals with that. Nice. Metallics yeah. and blush. Yeah, I mean, look, they are just a kind of Stan Smith look, aren't they? But a little but bit smarter. Such an essential yeah. part of our wardrobe now. Anyway, I imagine they will get more expensive. Mm-hmm. But the yeah, girlfriend that I told about them the other day, who actually got them, she got hers for eighty quid, the silver ones. Okay. From Shoeholics or somewhere like mm. that. Anyway, she's now feeling very smug that <laughs> Harvey Nichols and Matches are talking about them. Yeah. So I think it's definitely one to one to watch. One definitely. to watch. And as you say, I mean, as well trainers are what three hundred and something yeah. golden goose again. Yeah, Saint Laurent, all of the they're mega bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's somewhere in the middle definitely. at least. Even more affordable is Charles and Keith, <laughs> which is possibly the worst brand name I've ever <laughs> it come makes across. Me long every it's time. so good. I know. Charles I mean, it's and a Keith. Singapore-based label, so. Maybe Maybe they thought it was the Britishness yeah. of the names Charles and Keith would appeal to the Asian market. Yeah. I don't know. But they're great bags. They are they? great bags. They're really, I mean, they're super affordable. We're talking like all 100, under £100. Um, and they're basically like complete doppelgangers of all the biggest designer bags. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at that. You know, I can see like Valentino, Chloe, Celine, Celine yeah. Fendi. You know, the lot is in there. Mark, um, that Mark Jacobs. No, not Mark Jacobs. Tom Ford. Yeah. I mean, Stella is there as well. Like, you but know, they start full from, repertoire. They start from £49. I mean, they're obviously not leather, but something that I'm asked by people the whole time is, why can I buy a bag that's under £100? And yeah. there's so little that looks good. Yes, yeah. it's really point. hard on the high street as well. Like, Zara have some, Mango have some, but you don't necessarily want to be buying something, you know, that everybody's going to have. So this is just a little bit different. And also their shoes are great as well. Yes, they do. They're an accessories brand. Yeah, with the fur. Are they Charles Yeah, they're Charles and It's a good one to yeah. look at. So anyway, if you're after affordable bags and shoes, <laughs> go to Charles and Keith. They're not leather, but I reckon they'll last pretty yeah, well. Yeah, they look good. So Carla, you went to visit the Oxford Blue. Yeah. Which, when I saw it in the file, I was a bit like, why are we featuring a sort of random pub in Windsor? Nothing against Windsor. I love Windsor. Um, but it seems to be getting quite a lot of attention. Yeah, it does. Um, it's a gastropub in Old Windsor. So it's kind of surrounded by countryside, really beautiful setting. And then Stephen Ellis is the chef and owner. Um, and he worked underneath um, Gordon Ramsay at restaurant Gordon Ramsay. And Jamie Oliver was 15 as well. So it's quite Okay, so he's... Yeah. And if he was sous chef at restaurant Gordon Ramsay, yeah. he was... Pedigree, kind of running it probably, and it's had. I, I read that Tom Parker Bowles visited and wrote an amazing review. Yeah, really glowing review. Um, just the food was absolutely incredible. Really, really lovely. I mean, it's like British gastro food, so it's quite simple, but deconstructed and beautifully presented. Amazing flavors, all kind of local produce as well, sustainable food, and it was just yeah, such a lovely experience. Really, really nice. 
And I love, I mean, obviously there are lots of people who live around Windsor, but I love the idea that you could go to Windsor for the day. I mean, what a nice yeah. place mm. to spend the day and go and have this incredible meal. Yeah. You wrote in the piece that there's quite a lot of buzz about it getting a star soon. Yeah, there's um, rumours that there's going to be a Michelin star awarded to it soon, so it's kind of, there's a lot of hype surrounding it. And it's, you know, you can get to Windsor less than an hour. It's a lovely little day trip. Um, so it's definitely one to put on your radar, I think. As a nation, we are pretty bad at talking about sex. Understandably, it's something quite private. But we've been doing a little bit more content of that kind of nature recently. And it's gone down really well. Really well. And at our wellness day, we had the amazing Lucy Beresford talking about... Well, what, did it ha- what was it labelled her talk? Um, your sex questions answered. Yeah, you know, it was kind of an overall to improve your sex life. So Lucy has this radio show on LBC mm-hmm. and her listeners has quadrupled, I think, in the last year. So we got her along to the wellness day. With the agenda, you always think there are going to be some talks that are going to be really full and then others that might be a bit emptier because people will wander around and go mm-hmm. and visit some of the other rooms downstairs if the talk's not that relevant to them. Anyway, when Lucy spoke, there was not an empty seat <laughs> in the house. Everyone was just transfixed. I mean, I can't say there were hundreds of questions. I'm sure people wanted to ask them, but were yeah. brave enough. But everyone was there, and it was amazing. And she basically stood up there and talked about orgasms, masturbation, improving your sex life. I mean, we were all kind of sitting there with eyes wide open. But I think what it proved is that people do want to hear this stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think for women, you know, the world's changing for the better. Mm-hmm. And so this was a piece on how to deal with mismatched libidos. Yes. And it said that, you know, it's no secret that a good sex life is really important for a healthy relationship. But what do you do if your sex lives? But what do you do if your sex drives don't match up? I mean, for me, that's like men and women, isn't it? Well, I think what that's what I thought initially. And then this therapist, Juliette Grayson, what she was saying is that actually, yes, obviously, you'll have your nice honeymoon period where you have sex all the time. And then suddenly reality kind of kicks in and it, you know, it kind of stops a bit. But what she was saying is actually women have women having a higher sex drive is actually much more common now. I thought that was really... More really common weird. now, but I think ultimately men... Well, I don't know, George. This is she, what she was saying was actually... She, people who go and see her it's very often women I think that's maybe when they're older I think and she's saying that if you're both responsive no one's going to instigate sex so that's when you need to basically schedule it in Um, I thought that was yeah that's what she said she really she really advocates have a sex night away the spontaneity but but surely it's better than not having sex I guess that's her if I had to schedule sex in I think I'd just but surely (laughs) it's the end of the relationship you know say if I mean I don't really know I'm not say if you're 16 or 15 and you know you've been with someone for a very long time and you do schedule it in fine super cringe but once you've done it do you not then feel but how is that different from a date night like it's actually you go on a date night and you don't have sex with it that's a bit of a flop I think think it's quite a lot but you know it's kind of the same thing you're just making time for yourself the whole point of sex in a relationship is that it's something that you both want to do and like a date night might you know you can see how things can get in the way but surely if like the sex has gone and you're having to schedule it I, I totally get it I agree if you're like you know married for a long time going to throw away a relationship you know yeah. 30 years at that point but I think if you're younger and you're having to schedule sex then like surely it should come more naturally than something yeah. like a date and night, I think that in itself might be a, a problem you do have to yeah. yes, that's yeah. what I think yes. too yes. That, yeah. it's not just having sex it's actually spending quality time with someone who you might even spoken mm-hmm. to like all week as she said Remember to touch, even if you're not even having sex. A lot of partners stop touching because the partner with the lowest sex drives thinks that the partner with the highest sex drive will think they want sex. She also said, 
you can have really good sex and not have an orgasm. You know, she was... Yes. You'd make it into this great big thing. thing. What she was also saying is that don't think you have a problem if you're happy having sex once a month and you're both happy, then that's absolutely yes. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, you know, it only becomes an issue when you feel that it's... You both need to be satisfied. Yes, yes. Slogan teas are everywhere. Yes. And I think we have the Gucci t-shirt... I love them. I think it's just so do I. Well, I found this brand rarely, which I found it. I mean, so many people have been wearing this brand rarely. Um, that Arigato t shirt as well. Yeah, I was, was going to say that's so the best illegal. one, isn't it? Um, but I think that one, this is I'm not a real influencer, that seems that looks to me so much like the kind of Dior yeah. feminist ones as well. Like, I think we've got a lot of high end designers to thank for the kind yeah. of slight resurgence of, of the look. Um, and yeah, I mean, this brand rarely have got some particularly cool out there designs. They've kind of got a comic-y vibe to them. But I mean, look, so many high street brands are now jumping on that. Mango got some great ones. And that top H&M. shot. What does the top shot one Yeah, say? well, you've got it. But it's like Lake Fields. Oh, yeah, Monterey or something. Yeah. And is that still in stock? Yes, it is. I was with someone yesterday who was wearing it. And I was like, oh, that looks really cool. Yeah, there's some really cool ones. I actually do really like the Victoria Beckham fashion style. My smile. Yes, me too. I really, really like that. That's still in stock. It's really fun. Is it really? Yeah. How much is that? A lot, I imagine. Yeah. Eating for better energy, is that something you consciously do? I do, definitely. Do you? Yeah. I haven't had a Diet Coke. Well, I had one on Friday. That did you? Like, yeah. That was Kept like, that quiet? Um, <laughs> I think I did. Why? So you, you've consciously kicked them, have you? Yeah. I haven't had them for about four months because they make me feel so rubbish. They make my energy just go mm. all over the place. And do you drink coffee? Yeah. Drink like two coffees Yeah, you see, that's my trouble is I don't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. So if I kicked Diet mm-hmm. Coke, then I've got nothing mm-hmm. when it comes to I just caffeine. think, at the end of the day, co- coffee is natural. There's so much crap in Diet Coke. I, I think know, just... I know, the phenylalanine or whatever it is. Yeah. But co- Diet Coke isn't really in this massively, but, you know, it's at the source of kind of cutting all rubbish, really, I think. It's... But yeah, definitely. And the other thing, if you don't, do you like, have you tried Natcha? <laughs> no, it's Sorry. quite you had the worst experience with matcha, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, to have an empty stomach. Oh, is that why? Yeah, I thought it was just too much yeah. caffeine. No, it's no, an empty stomach. Quite hard into caffeine. It's got lots of caffeine in it, matcha. Oh my gosh, it's like yeah, the most. Yeah, yeah. It's, it? it's really, really powerful. Like, you can, like, get the shakes. Buddhist but it monks. tastes like grass. Buddhist monks <laughs> used to um, used to have it, because that's what would keep them kind of high in their meditation for so long, and so kind of it's focused. Like yeah. So people put it in a smoothie, don't they? Yes, but that was my mistake. I put it in a smoothie for breakfast, and I had that, and then it wasn't enough food, and I felt so sick. Such strong caffeine. Really? Mm. Tea pigs do that, do an amazing yes. matcha, don't yeah. they? But even as a tea bag, it's really good. Like On its own, as a tea bag? Yeah. Matcha? Yeah. I quite like the taste. I like, like a matcha cookie or something. Yeah, matcha, yeah. Taste like it's matcha. Yeah, it's got a lot of sugar yeah. in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice in ice cream or yogurt. So yes, really oh my god, froyo matcha. Yeah, really mm. lovely. Things that I pulled out from this piece were oats mm. in the morning or eggs. I'd love to be able to mess around with eggs in yeah. the morning, but mm. I just don't have time. Yeah. Um, she said reach for a green or a matcha tea. She said raw unsalted nuts and ultimately stick to whole foods throughout the day again this is kind of go back to that sugar and salt piece yes yes exactly exactly and there are a couple of other things she said obviously avoid anything pre-packaged when it comes to choosing a snack but i just thought with any food everyone says don't they just cook it from raw make it from raw she said countless nutritionists agree that one of the best ways to improve digestion and therefore energy is to chew adequately that means your body's better able to extract energy from the food you eat try chewing each mouthful at least 30 times Mm. I mean I am so bad at that I eat my food so so quickly I I inhale mine yeah Yeah. Rihanna Lambert who also spoke at our wellness day she was saying that you know we all know now that your your stomach your gut is like your second brain and if you're chewing your food and it's just going straight through and it doesn't have a chance to be properly digested then you know there's like no point in eating that food because mm. we're not getting the best out of it. I'm gonna try really hard to chew my food better. Mm. It's really boring, and uh, you yeah. don't want to eat like your it food. It's gross, like, oh. doesn't it? Become all like also, there's none left. Quite a lot. Yeah. Mm. 
if you consciously sit there and think, oh, okay, I'll probably do that, that's mm. fine. Quite laborious. <laughs> you know, if you, if you suffer from bloating or anything like that, yeah, that's the, key. the first thing they yeah. say, nutritionists say, is just to chew your food. Do they? Yeah. Because yeah. that's just you're just swallowing air and like whole pieces of food. And you're, oh, that is my mission for today. <laughs> and she was saying, this is a point for me that really resonated what you eat for supper has a really profound effect on how you sleep and that you do need carbohydrates in the evening. So I'm really bad at eating carbs in the evening. I'm a mm. real carb girl. I eat carbs throughout the day and then I get to the evening. And I don't eat many carbs yeah, and I'm a really bad sleeper. So. Initially I read this piece and I was like, it's not rocket science, but actually there were a few things in here that I really took away mm. from it. Yeah, Brown so. rice, we do evening meal. A writer called Vincent Carlos wrote a piece on why a relationship could help you be successful. And it's about the dependency paradox and it suggests that being in a close relationship, such as a marriage, can make you more successful, healthier, wealthier and happier than if you were single. Now, anyone single listening to this is going to be thinking, hold off, shit up. <laughs> but my husband actually sent me a link to this and we then got in touch with the writer and here we are. But I think it's really interesting and I really think there's something in it. You know, we live in a culture that emphasises how important it is to be independent and that you shouldn't depend on your partner you should be your own person. But I actually think the ability to take risks and go for your goals is really strengthened by having someone that supports you. A bit like a safety net. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I definitely only started sheer lux because my husband was like, I think you should do this. Like, if I hadn't just got married, if I'd been single, I don't think I would have done it. Mm -hmm. And I think just knowing that he was there for me if it didn't work Mm -hmm. was such a big part in me going for it. I don't know what you all think. I agree. Because I also think on, like, on the flip side, you need somebody... Your friends can only help you so much and your family. And and when you're in a relationship, that other person becomes, like, an extension of your thoughts. So you you can be, like, your worst self and, and, you know, share all those awful things. And there's somebody there to help that. And I think that that's that's another kind of key to success as well having somebody who can you know you can share all the negative stuff with as well and I think yeah so I think it's a crutch in that sense too and he's going to push you to be your best Mm -hmm. because we're not always very good at pushing ourselves and some people are and then maybe they don't need they don't need to be in a relationship because they can push themselves but if you're someone that's you know, at all lacking in self-confidence, then sometimes you do need... And maybe you can get that from a friend That's too. That's what I was going to say. I think it doesn't necessarily have to be a boyfriend or a husband. I think you, it's definitely important to have a support network. Right. And also sometimes when I'm with my girlfriends, I don't want to bore them with, like, work stuff or, you know, that kind yeah. of level of stuff. Exactly. But, you know, you want to talk about, you know, light-hearted stuff, but actually, you know, boyfriend, husband, whatever. I feel they're the kind it's of... part of their job. Yeah. Exactly. Let's listen to everything and that's... So know. if you haven't got one of those, then you need to find it from a parent <laughs> or a friend. And I think that... You know, if you're going for a promotion or for a new job or so often that, being pushed to do that will come from someone who's really close in your life. So that's it for this week. If you have any feedback, then do email podcast at sheerlux.com. And if you enjoyed that, then do please subscribe and review us on iTunes. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.